Hello there, welcome to week 21 of 2022. Can you imagine? We are five weeks away from halfway point of the year and it feels like it only started the other day. So we are now on our journey to the next eclipse season, if you like, which will happen in October, November. We are at the end of the start of that, uh, the year that's revisiting 2004 and then dot, dot, dot to 1986. So one of the things I would like to recommend, there is a lady that I've been following for some time on uh, the socials. Her name is Keriana Vanso. Her page is Aquarius Nation. She has written a, uh, I think she calls it Moon Vibes or something like that, but it's a report that she writes and it gives you a daily post, but also this last one she's done, which is also going to be her last one ever. She's written about the, the, your sun sign in the eclipse energy. It's $5 US for the report. It's the last one, but the gift of this one is that it is the theme for you for the next six months to October and November. So I would really recommend going and getting that report and uh, keeping it. I've printed it off. It's a 54 page report because it covers everybody's signs and also um, the daily report, I think till the end of May. And as I say, it's the last one. So it's a good value investment because the, the eclipse details, and I think she's also written about Mercury retrograde in it as well. Uh, it's something that you can keep referring to and journaling on and making notes. Because I, I believe this year is going to be one of those catalyst years where you look forward in, in years and months to come and if you ever hear me say, now think back to 2022, it's a catalyst year. Getting that report, seeing what's relevant for you and journaling and then taking action will be um, a wise decision, okay? I'm not sure what she's bringing out next. Um, happy to, to wait and see, but this is the last one, so jump in. So let's have a look at week 21. We don't have anything uh, serious, as in big, from the astrology point of view. We're still in Mercury retrograde. It's retrograding back into Taurus um, this week or today. And um, that is about time to slow down the mental hype and ground your latest ideas and inspirations in practicality. Now it's interesting that that's a term about grounding because the energy got so weird and icky and like I don't know it's like energetic hyperventilation that um, I kept when I asked people how they were going after the eclipse um, that happened I was saying a lot make sure you ground yourself ground yourself and I think that this is a part of the energy that we need to embrace now searching for all of those answers and where to go and how to cope and all those sorts of things now it's time to sit down and, and come up with a plan and and actually starting to take action for yourself doing what you can to stay grounded and also bringing in some tools to help you stay focused 
that's also going to be an important part of the equation. Uh, I also want to say that sometimes that can feel really hard, so just do your best. Do not hold yourself to a higher standard than what the energies will permit. Uh, also, apologies for not sending this out yesterday, my Sunday. It's today I'm recording this on the Monday the 23rd. I did a, a breathwork session with Potionatrix Chelsea Allen and also Osnat, who is an intuitive healer and specializes in and breath work if you're listening to this and you are in southeast queensland uh, coming up just keep an eye on either of their pages because they're going to be doing the these breath work sessions regularly uh, as you know like i'm a healer i specialize in emotional wellness but honestly this year has put me through the mincer and i needed to find something to help support me as well but I'm also at that phase of my journey where the healing that is required is core soul deep level healing and that's been quite the journey for me to recognize the wounds that I've been carrying within myself for the longest time and and what that looks like for me when I have the dawning of it um, breath work is there has to be a science to it because I know the first session I did when I um, did the breathing as Osnat suggested to us with just in and out with my mouth I realized that this is the kind of breathing you do when you're panicked and or, or panicking and it's interesting because you're in a safe space with highly qualified practitioners that are there to supervise the process and I remember thinking on that first time like man this is big like just feeling frightened but then also my brain saying it's okay you're safe just keep going just keep going so yesterday thinking that I knew the process and that I wouldn't um, have to go through that again because it wasn't foreign to me and so I went along to the session yesterday with the intentions of what I wanted to uh, heal in my life associated to a theme that came up about innocence over the um, eclipse healing. And <laughs> um, Osnat changed the type of breathing that we had to do and said it was, she warned us, she said it's going to be pretty full on. And it was interesting, four people um, cancelled the coming yesterday. And how I know energy works is that if if your soul isn't ready, things will show up in your life that will stop you from having to experience something that your soul is not ready to, to experience. So anyway, went through the session and I swear to God, the process started and I still wasn't frightened because I knew it couldn't have felt any worse than it did the first time and I survived that with flying colors and had a massive shift but all of the trauma that I was exposed to through this breathing was stuck in my chin it felt like um, you know I, I learned a while ago that somebody if they get um, rabies I think it is they get locked jaw and while I was doing the breathing I had this sensation in my chin and if anyone has known me for a really long time one of the things I self-deprecate about is my 
my pelican, what I call my pelican gullet, <laughs> because it's it's I say you can hide a whole fish in it, and it's a genetic part of my life. Like every relative that I've ever met, my father's side of the family has this chin, and I'm I was I'm really disappointed that I had it. But doing this work yesterday, my it felt like my chin was seizing up like the it was cramping if you like and um i kept going and i kept pushing on my face to try and let it go and then i realized when my great grandmother walked into the healing space in my mind's eye and she was wearing a possum cloak and i realized that i i was in a space that i had to heal the innocence down the line in order to heal my own and um, it was such a profound experience, such a profa profound experience. So I share that with you because the energies are open for you to have major shifts if you want to right now. And together with the, the journey we'll take, if you're a regular of this, um, of this session, through the next six months, through to October, November, when the next eclipses start, I really encourage you to throw yourself into whatever you can do for yourself to break free of the patterns that have kept us company for decades. Also, if you are in another part of the world and you would like to investigate something like that, look for a breathwork practitioner, ask for recommendations, ask to see their experience. Um, Osnat is a, uh, a shaman. She's an energy healer. She does sound healing. Um, everything she's and she's teamed up with um, my friend Chelsea who is an aromatherapy kinesiologist and she supports our work with um, an aroma blend that um, sort of starts the, the process off but also supports through like I remember as I was breathing Chelsea could see a shift and she would come and she would spray and I don't know whether it was everybody but it was for me as the shifts were going so if you if you are looking for a therapy as well to support you in real life, do do look out for a breathwork professional. Uh, and I, I do reiterate, ask them for how long they've been doing it, um, the other parts of their practice that support it, and uh, check out their reviews just to make sure that um, that they're qualified. I will add, Osnat is also she has a background in um, mainstream psychology so uh, she also has a good understanding as then that's what has led me to investigate this work um, because the one thing as soon as we get there she said this is grounded spirituality which is so my boat so with that let's open the energy and uh, we'll read out today's cards we'll go back to the um, three card focus but I'm also going to chuck in a uh, an action card okay so we have our what's the focus what to embrace and what to be wary of and then as part of the theme for the next uh, six months about taking action I've drawn a fourth card that will talk about um, tips on how to take action for yourself here we go in God's light I request that all known and unknown negative images, unhealthy beliefs, destructive cellular memories and all physical issues associated to the collective consciousness be found open and healed. 
I ask that the information be provided in a clear and concise manner that's easy to understand. And I'm specifically shown everything that is brought to the surface and swept away in order for us to go forward in this week with a quality heads up about what's coming and then to let the energy transform into a healing state so that we can uh, benefit from the energies both through information and clearing. Thank you for making today's session 100 times stronger than normal. Okay, so our focus card this week is the King of Swords reversed. And oh, I learned some stuff about this card a while ago, just doing a little bit more reading about it. And I, did, I have not picked it up before. All of the animals in the card with the king of swords which i used to look at it and think you know well they're they're up in the alps there's flowers around him the there doesn't seem to be snow caps anywhere that sort of thing but all the animals that are with him are winged animals they all can take off and fly whenever they want to now the fact that this is also reversed uh it's when I'm looking at it, the, the biggest thing that stands out is the blue, which is the color of protection. And given that it's a sword, we're talking about perceptions, okay, and it's reversed. So let's look at this from a point of view of like, what's the focus? King of Swords reversed is about aloofness, manipulation and conceit, showing off your intelligence and can indicate a rigid, rigidness in thinking and a tendency to over control. So something happened here on the weekend and I, like I've, I've looked at those words and thought, oh, that's interesting because I had um, a, a response is, is the best way to say it. Over the weekend, uh, we had Australia had to go to the polls. We needed to elect a uh, prime minister. And for the last um, nearly 10 years, we've had a lot of dysfunction in our government. Um, there was a, a big period of time, I think it's probably longer, where the political parties would get in and then the politicians within the parties would oust the leader because they thought they could do a better job and it just for so long it hasn't been about the people it's been about the politicians and and what they want for themselves anyway on the weekend i put up a couple of posts on my personal facebook page about it and people who had been in my life for a while uh, left some comments and you know I'm an energy worker. I can, <laughs> I can feel the intent behind different things. And I got, I got irritated. And I thought, you know, you know, and I got indignant, I suppose, within myself. This is my page. I'm speaking in my tone about my belief systems on my page. And it was a lesson for me to sit there and allow people to be who they are. And that's what I wanted to, to pull out here with this um, 
rigidness in thinking, tendency to over control. Um, one of the things with sitting at the peak of a mountain and feeling comfortable enough in your truth, it is going to give you times and situations where people who may not agree will take a leaf out of your book of assuredness and come and tell you that you're wrong or be passive aggressive in their method of communication because they're not strong enough to say I disagree and to put a solid point of um, point of argument or point of reference to the things that you have said and that's where you have to take note if you have an open and honest communication style and people are coming at you in a different communication style because they're not assured of who they are and there is no aggression but they're using passive aggression then that's where you can stay up from but the focus here is because this is reversed is that it can come across as aloofness it can come across and this is where i want to say it's perceptions okay so your focus is perception everybody's perception is personally theirs just because you have a perception of something doesn't actually make it true it could be true for you but it may not be true for the person that you're assuming okay so that's that's the important message here for your look at the week ahead make sure that if you're standing in your truth if you're at the peak of the mountain if you have all of the winged animals around you supporting you in ideal conditions and your perception comes across or the way you communicate comes across to somebody else and their perception as something that is completely different to what you are trying to achieve don't take it personally give them the space to show their hand you can absolutely make up a boundary whether it's an energetic verbal or physical boundary if somebody has overstepped the mark but at the same time do your best not to take it personally because everybody will have their own personal perceptions that is attached to their story and I want to say their story of powerlessness okay okay so for the embrace card we have the ace of wands and we haven't had this one for a really long time so ace of wands is a beautiful pink card um, which is a lot of unconditional love of self uh, especially the the flame if you like on the third eye and her eyes are closed so what I would like to speak to here is that energy because it's an ace a new beginning a one um, and the, the third eye that the, the season is ripe for you to close your eyes tap into your higher self and to start to visualize to plant the seed of potential in your mind's eye to create the life of your dreams 
Now that's also why the focus card is important to understand because some part of your life is going to be perceived by somebody else through their story as something that they can't visualize or understand or could never imagine for themselves and this embrace card because it's it's a, a one right ace what I, i'm being drawn to speak to you about here is perhaps sometimes it's okay to keep things to yourself create your intentions and your dream life and your um, illuminated creativity in a mind map book uh, a hidden pinterest board um, anything like that where it's you're just sort of keeping your own counsel because it's your intended dream your your creativity your potential and you don't want to sabotage that process by speaking about it because you're excited to someone or out in the open that perceptions are flipped on their on their ear or flipped upside down as in the king of swords reversed to dilute your capacity to have that solid picture in your mind's eye to have that flame of inspiration to tap into your higher consciousness and start to build that because that's the other thing with this six month window to the next eclipse um, season is that the, the, the veils are thin that ability to visualize what it is for you want to take po uh, positive action physical action for yourself it's going to already open up the attention of people who are what's the word I want who are powerless to their their powerlessness or at the, uh, the the whim of their powerlessness and their story associated to powerlessness coming in and feeling powerful in deriding what it is that you want for yourself okay now the um, be mindful of or be wary of card is a two of swords so we have another swords and it's another decision you know you've got you've got to make a decision here and I think we had this card last week didn't we was it in one of the full moon cards so again the perception here are the the crows trying to um, create a catastrophe or create a lot of noise she, she's got the blindfold on or are they trying to take the blindfold off for her are they trying to help her see you know if you've ever heard a um a crow squawk loudly it, it does feel like they're trying to communicate and this is um very much uh part and parcel with the energy of the other two cards the perception being turned on its head you wanting to visualize all of these wonderful things and then the um the wary card if you could feel like you're at a stalemate and that is if you articulate or share out aloud your biggest in air quotes wildest dreams to somebody who's living their life with a blindfold on who's got a whole heap of noise flying around their head creating a distraction 
and not allowing them to make positive actions in their life and you've gone over here to make a positive action even if that positive action is to just dream okay so it's very important that um, this two of swords it does feel like um, a, a warning if you like that you could potentially have people show up in your life who aren't a match anymore that their story their perception of life their perception of your truth is uh, an opposite to what you're trying to to live or how you're trying to be in your world and that's okay remember one of my biggest teachings is when you speak your truth when you allow people to hear your truth and they respond it's the most loving thing you can do because everybody deserves the right to be around people who they're aligned with so if you've been living a certain way or doing a certain thing and then all of a sudden you come out with your truth and other people go hang on a minute where did that come from oh this is how i really feel but i've just never felt safe enough to say it until now but now i do so this is who i am you you switch the vibration to truth which one cannot hurt harm or hinder and in the other part of the uh the equation is you get to see how other people will handle your truth and then you can make your decisions from from that point so uh, two of swords is a little bit of a heads up take note look at the people around you you've got a choice to make okay right now a fourth card which is the action card what can you do to help yourself is another sword card the eight of swords and so again perceptions are massive this week absolutely massive and that that whole feeling stuck this is where the the action card is to let the crows take the strings off the, the strings are the perceptions there are different things in your life that are stuck in your story associated to perhaps an old truth you know one of the things that um, the reasons why when I get people to, to do the work and I say write it out then read it out loud to yourself when you are working on the silence of just hearing the words in your head you're, the there is no vibration associated to those words you're hearing in your head so if you have a story that's been rattling around in your body saying life isn't fair and you write out life isn't fair and then I ask you to sit in front of a mirror and say out aloud life isn't fair and then everything else you've written and you hear it physically audibly hear it for the first time there are parts of what you have written that when you hear it for the very first time you'll go that's not true where has that come from because it's been festering and rattling around in your body creating disturbance dysfunction toxicity without it making out to the stand to the sound of of your voice to the daylight 
for you to hear it and go, actually, that's, that's wrong. I don't feel that at all, which will set you free. And that's what this card is showing me. It's like if you felt stuck, it's actually time to open your eyes and unveil your truth. Having more options than you thought because you're articulating it and it's time to let go of your old story. Now, one of the things that I know for sure that it's easy to sit there and say, just let it go. And we're not that stupid movie with those that song that's infuriating now if you've heard it for a, a lot of times. I even, you know, I'm, I'm writing a new program for people pleasers. It's called the Overcommitters Club. And the foundation wounds of being a people pleaser are associated to worthiness, perfectionism, and being abandoned. And one of the most significant parts of the anatomy of being a people pleaser is your relationship to sadness. And as I've been researching all of these topics to be able to put together this program that will give people the opportunity to do the work once and for all, I found all these other programs where the, the, the list, the cheat sheet of what to do is just let it go. And I sit there and I know in my heart that, that they're helping because they probably have let it go. I also know that in psychology, a client visiting a psychologist every week for five years is a standard in the practice. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's such a, a long time to get to a place where you think you can go it alone. And I just know that sometimes an old story and then together with what I spoke about what I what I healed on the weekend at the breath work sometimes those old stories are ancestral and sometimes it takes a whole heap of energy work to be able to cut those ties so that those stories aren't keeping you company as white noise or trauma stuck in your cells that then have you look in the mirror saying you idiot everyone else can let it go why can't you it's because it's stuck in your cells so that's what i'm suggesting to you it's perceptions it's your old stories so the the start of the process for the next six months is just to write down and acknowledge those old stories read them out loud to yourself why are you a procrastinator why do you self-sabotage with things because in the main reading that's a lot of stuff that is a potential to self-sabotage with that ace of wands but it's also important if, if if you do speak your truth out loud or your dreams out loud to somebody and their perception kicks in and their story kicks in and they're irritated with you or they're being passive aggressive around you or they don't have the capacity to say oh this is my truth and I don't agree with what you've said there, but we'll carry on anyway. Then that's not on you, it's on them. But you have to acknowledge who they've shown up as and make your decisions from that point forward. Okay. Pierce, you do not owe anyone your understanding through an action of limiting yourself or justifying yourself because their story 
wasn't capable of communicating openly and honestly. Do you need to rewind that and listen to that again? If you've been open and honest in your communication style this week, and somebody has responded to your open and honest communication style with passive aggression, with sarcasm, with anything other than, oh, I don't agree with you there, I have a different way of looking at it, I'd love to understand how you got to that, or anything like that, then that's on them, it is not on you. But you have to do yourself a favor and acknowledge it and make your decisions about how you will interact with them from that point forward. Okay? Okay. Have a great week and I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye for now.